0: Hey everyone, welcome to today's call. What we're talking about is all weight loss starts with a decision. I know this is kind of obvious, but I wanna make go, dive into this a little deeper. Um, all weight loss starts with a decision. It doesn't start with perfection. And I think that distinction is crucial because a lot of people start their diet thinking, okay, tomorrow I'm gonna start, and I'm gonna start being perfect and I'm gonna maintain that perfection until I reach my goal weight. And that is not the path you're going to take. That's not the path anyone takes. Pretty much, right? There's always some outliers. But what you're doing is you're starting with a decision that I am going to master my weight. Again, this is a different decision than just losing weight, because mastery of weight is a bigger focus, right? You're going to master your weight forever, so that you can get to your goal weight and then live the rest of your life at your goal weight on your autopilot. So that's a better goal. But regardless, all big successes start with a decision, not perfection. Let me put it in a different context just to clarify it. If I wanted to become a doctor, a lawyer, a nurse, a teacher, I don't just become one. I decide and then I start making systematic decisions and taking systematic behaviors to move me towards that goal. But of course, with those ideas, we have a longer term time frame associated with them, right? If you're gonna become a doctor or a teacher, you don't just all of a sudden start becoming a tomorrow all the time, every day, constantly right? What you're doing is you're committing to a plan that's a long-term plan where you're going to do this, then you're going to do this, then you're going to do this, and it's going to take you a while. Again, embedded in all those concepts of becoming something career-wise is a longer time frame. And when it comes to your weight loss, you're trying to become the teacher as fast as you can. You're trying to become a doctor as fast as I can. And you're trying to do it really fast and you're trying to do it perfectly, and it's not working. And so you need to shift the way that you approach your weight loss from one where you even have the option of being perfect. You don't, you really don't. I mean, technically you do, but when we look at the reality of how you've been living and eating for the last 10 years to turn around and say, okay, starting tomorrow, none of that's gonna matter because I'm completely gonna change all of my eating and my lifestyle, all of it starting tomorrow. Well, that sounds ridiculous because it is. And so again, what we wanna recognize is we're starting with the decision and then committing to a long-term strategy to achieve that goal. Whereas when weight loss, you're really starting with being perfect. And that's what you're thinking. And I promise you, if you reflect on this, I think it can be very enlightening because you're gonna realize it subconsciously, you've been approaching your weight loss, like tomorrow you gotta be perfect. And that's just not gonna happen. Of course, we bring it back in the context of becoming a teacher, a doctor. You can't just start tomorrow. You can't just be a doctor tomorrow. You can't just be a teacher tomorrow. You've got to learn things. You've got to grow. You've got to evolve. You've got to acquire knowledge systems, uh, training in order to become that thing. So why should it be any different with your weight? It's not. The only difference is that you think it is. And I think this is a core of why you've struggled so much to lose the weight is because you're approaching it ridiculously. There's nothing in your life that you approach this way. There's nothing in your life that you're not good at it right now that tomorrow you can be perfect at. (laughs) so i think this is one of the biggest shifts you can do is you start to realize that it starts with the decision the decision that i'm going to master my weight and then don't put all of the focus and the energy on the perfect plan put it on the decision and then come with a strategic plan over time to reach your goal just like you would with any other area in your life so i hope this helps you out really take this internalize this think about what i'm saying because i promise you you're not thinking this way if you're struggling with your weight You're just trying to be perfect tomorrow, and there's very little strategic thinking. There's very little focus on the long-term process and how you're going to reach it. You're just becoming very impulsive. And, of course, when we put in the context of becoming a teacher or a doctor, being impulsive wouldn't work. You need a long-term commitment. And if you're not willing to commit the four, five, eight years to reach the goal, then you're not going to reach it. It's that simple. And it's the same thing with your weight loss. Luckily, it doesn't take eight, ten years for your weight loss, but it certainly doesn't take a couple weeks either. All right, so we're somewhere in the middle when it comes to that. So the more you start to think this more accurately, the better your results are going to be. So I, I hope this helps you out. Um, if anyone has any questions, feel free to ask them. I'm a short live today because I got a lot of stuff going on. It's a snow day where I'm at. Thank you, Creator Queen, for the likes. I always appreciate the likes. Anyone watching this, enjoying anything, feel free to hit the likes anytime you choose to. Yes, a lot of things going on snow day here for my kids because there's an inch and a half of snow <laughs> not like the old days it really is true i don't know school's didn't cancel as much when i was in school <laughs> but that's all right <laughs> thanks paula um but yeah so then i got a new computer here so I got a lot of stuff going on and i got coaching calls coming up and they're different times than i'm used to <laughs> All right. Ezra says, hit my goal weight, but I'm not happy here. We'd like to drop 20 more. Love your podcast. Thank you. I appreciate you listening. Um, I have seen you around here, Ezra. So let's talk about it. Hit my goal weight, but I'm not happy here. So there's a couple ways to go about this. And I think this is an, a very, very important conversation because I find a lot of people when it comes to choosing a goal weight, the irony of, of Dealing with your weight for decades and not having a clear sense of what your goal weight is or how to choose it is just one of those things that really smacks me in the face every day that I do this work. Um, So how do we choose the right goal weight? I think a lot of times what happens with goal weight is we pick kind of an ish number. Maybe it's from a BMI chart. Maybe it's from someone famous or someone we know and we know what their weight is. Uh, Maybe it's what a doctor told you. Regardless. The first step to really mastering your weight is to choose a weight that really means something to you. It's gotta mean something to you because when it really mean, is meaningful to you, there's gonna be a lot more motivation. So again, I, I don't know how you chose your goal weight. That, that would be interesting. How did you choose your goal weight? Let, let's start there. Um, but my simple kind of shortcut way to get to the best goal weight for you, I think, is to choose the goal weight that gives you the best quality of life. And I find a lot of people don't do that. Okay, now let me, let me explain what I mean. A lot of people will choose a goal weight, but we have to take into account that your goal weight doesn't live in a vacuum. You have got to eat and live a certain way in order to achieve that weight. Now I know you know this, but a lot of times people are choosing a goal weight that they're not willing to eat and live at, right? So they get this really low goal weight, but they're not willing to eat that way or to live that way. And so it becomes an incongruency, right? Part of us wants to weigh this, part of us doesn't wanna live that way. And so we, we have this this internal battle. So we've got to take both sides into account when we're choosing our goal weight, right? We can't just pick the lowest weight, what we weighed when we were 18, okay? If it means you have to eat carrots and drink water all day and exercise three hours a day, right? It's like, that—that you're not going to do that. It's a shitty quality of life. So we've got to take into account what you have to do and if you're willing to do it. So that's the first thing. Um, so I don't know where you're at, Azra. You know, if you're if you're drastically cutting calories because you're so motivated to the super low weight, if it's an unstable, unenjoyable way to eat and live, you're not gonna maintain it, so what is the point? Like, I'll give you, just to make it it more practical, in my life, I've changed my goal weight, okay? So, So I've been at the same weight for pretty much 30 years. 12 years ago, my weight went up for the first time. Is because I moved into a house that we were totally redoing. I have, My son was just born and he was a shitty sleeper and it's kind of a little hard to deal with at that time. Running a full-time business, you know what I mean? Just life went crazy. That's what I was to wait on. And so in that situation, I raised my goal weight. Why? Because it's, it was harder for me. I was sleep deprived. I was tired. I was exhausted. All these things going on. It's harder for me to eat as cleanly as I was. And so what I'm saying to you all is that you got to take life into account. We can't just look at like what we weighed when we were in high school. (laughs) You know, that was a different you, different lifestyle, totally different time. Okay. So we got to give our our weight more meaning and we've got to look at both sides. What are you willing to live at? So I I hope that helps you out, you know, and I get it that that's because sometimes what happens if we're not, if we don't give our weight, like meaning, if it doesn't mean a lot to us, then what happens is we just keep chasing. We just keep chasing a lower number. I use the J.D. Robinson formula. Okay, well, you learn something new every day. Let's find out what J.D. Robinson is. The Robinson formula. Oh, okay, got you. For an ideal body weight. Okay, this is what I mean. So this is perfect, actually. So, again, uh, I don't believe anyone can tell you what your goal weight should be. I, I think there's certainly, there's certainly guides that I think we should take into account. BMI, I think is is a guide that we take into account at least. So if you're not an outlier, if you're not a bodybuilder, you know, or or a midget um, or a little person, whatever, I don't want to offend, um, you know, if, you're, if your body's relatively normal, then, then the BMI chart's not a bad place to look, okay? To start off with, um, because you're getting kind of basic stuff. So I don't know about this Robinson formula. Let's just say it's great. Um, But the point being that ultimately you have to look at yourself, how do I feel? Okay, so good enough, right? You use the J.D. Robinson formula to get to that weight and now you're reevaluating it. But the question I would be looking at is how much capacity you have left to reduce calories, work out, live cleaner. So I don't know where you're at with that. You know, if you got a lot more space, you know, and you feel like you want to see what it's like to be lower, go ahead. You know, it's up to you to find what you want to be. I always feel like you know, your weight is one thing. It's so personal. You get to decide what your weight's going to be. But again, I think it's very important that when you're aiming at a weight goal, that it's a very, very congruent, what's up Astrid? Um, it, that it's a very, very congruent goal. And by congruent, I mean, again, that you're <clears throat> taking into account, not just the weight you want to live at and you want to achieve, but also the method that you have to use to achieve it. You know, so, I'm gonna gonna challenge you Azra to start thinking about where am I at, where do I wanna be with my weight and the way that I'm eating and living, where do I wanna go with that? I'm working out an hour a day, eating super clean with the proper sleep hygiene, not sure what else to change. That's what I mean, okay? (laughs) So this is what I'm saying. So this is exactly what I mean. I I don't know what the 20 pounds more is going to do for you you know what i'm saying so okay so we got azra here who's doing pretty much everything perfectly eating super clean working out every day for an hour going to bed early proper hygiene i'm sure doing everything else perfect okay and the weight's gone down to what she started with as an ideal goal now she wants to go lower do you really want it to go lower though right because again what lower is going to mean is what just more restriction more working out and is that going to improve the quality of your life or is that going to exhaust you make you tired in order for what? To drop 20 more pounds? Besides the fact that you don't even know when the weight loss is gonna stop. See, this is the part that this is the craziest part of weight loss to me, is that what what the thing you're always deleting from your mind when it comes to weight loss is the time frame. Okay? So let's say we start up here with the average calories you're consuming and the average energy you're expending. Okay. And now you drastically cut your calories to lose weight right? And you start losing weight. Well, so when does the weight loss stop? You know what I mean? Because weight, it goes that it might stop a little bit for a little bit, that might restart again. So you don't even know as or perhaps that if what you're doing over another year, you might drop another 10, 15 pounds. You don't really know yet, you know? And again, I don't know all the details of what you're doing. Um, But the big question I get to is, you know, when you're figuring out your goal, what you've got to take into account your quality of life, and so i don't know if 20 pounds less on your body would make up for the restriction in calories you'd have to do and the shift in lifestyle you'd have to probably maintain to do that and so then it becomes what what, what am i looking for here and that becomes an interesting question as well is, is why do we want to weigh a certain amount why do you want to lose 20 more pounds and i think sometimes we put so much listen this is what's been instilled into you with the diet industry is the false hope syndrome and subconsciously, what you've been given as a message millions of times in your life, you've seen millions of weight loss ads in your life, is this idea that losing the weight is gonna make everything perfect. It's not. So I don't know what 20 pounds specifically would, would change you know, in your life, because now you're at your ideal weight. I don't know what that extra 20 pounds would do for you. you know, We know what it would do on the hard side, right? In terms of like cleaning up the eating more, working out more, we know that's gonna be a lot harder. What's, is, are you getting the equivalent benefit with the 20 pounds down? What changes 20 pounds lighter? And this is a conversation I mean, this is really a conversation everyone has to have, but especially younger women, you know, because you're you're fed this bullshit about the weight and the numbers and the size. And I think if you buy into that bullshit, you're gonna you're gonna lead an unhappy life, most likely, because there's no bottom to it. That you're never thin enough, you know? But the thin isn't isn't that's not the thing dictating your happiness, your health, your relationships, whatever. Once you're at your goal weight, once you're in a healthy range, you're not going to get a whole lot more pleasure. I, I don't, I don't, just don't see it. I, I just, you know, maybe you will. And if you, if you're that person, you probably wouldn't listen to me anyways. You know, I'm not a personal trainer. I don't want you to have single digit body. Fat. I'm, I'm not, I'm just not that person. You know, I try to shoot for the middle ground. I don't like working out. <laughs> I don't want to have, I don't want my whole life to be a body fat percentage. You know, I want to be in a, in a, yeah. Okay. So as I said, clothes will fit better. What, how much better? You know, here's the thing. It starts to get to a level, Azra, where, think about this, right? Let's just take where you're at. Let's just assume to get to 20 pounds lighter, you've got to cut another 30% of your calories out. you got to work out another half hour every day, right? So now we got Azra who's depleted and exhausted and frustrated and annoyed and grumpy because of that lifestyle. But the clothes are fitting better. But you're, you're less of a, there's at some point you become less of a version of yourself. Right now, you got good sleep here, but you know, if you cut the calories down, more, maybe now you're walking around, you're tired, you're grumpy. You, you know what I mean? I, I don't know. I just think like when we when it, it all always comes down to this, right? We want to look better. And so I think now this is me as a 50 year old guy saying this, but I've thought this since I was 19, is that part of what I want to do to be attractive and, and look better is to be healthy and happy, to feel a sense of mastery over my, my weight and my health. You know, so it wasn't it wasn't so much that now now I'm not a a, a young woman, so I know it's different for you. I understand that, but it it still exists, you know, and so you're going to do what you're going to do. But what I would suggest is that you pay attention to what we've been talking about here, which is that how you're achieving the weight loss is part of the ultimate effect you're going to experience. And if you are doing drastic, unsustainable things that make you unhappy and emotionally unstable and energetically tired, you know, what's the point? What's the point, right? Because again, I, I don't know, we all know this, but but again, it, it just keeps going lower and lower sometimes. But this idea that you're just chasing the super low weight, you know, it's um it's short-sighted, obviously. And it's short-sighted in the way that if all you care about is getting 20 pounds lighter so that clothes fit better, I mean, it's always like this idea, like we're always competing. You know, oh, I'm the thinnest. I'm the thinnest. The clothes fit the best on me. <laughs> Do you work with people who've hit their goal weight? I do, and I know people find that crazy. I, I do work with people that hit their goal weight because what I do, I'm not like I'm not focused on weight loss. I'm focused on weight mastery. They're, they're two totally different things. Because Azra, you're experiencing it. Your goal has been focused on weight loss, and I'll tell you what part of the problem is for you as well, Azra. And we all got to get to this point. This one I'm trying to talk about the false hope syndrome is that usually what we do is we trade the pleasure of the food for the pleasure of the scale going down. And that pleasure of the scale going down is very exciting. right? It's very seductive watching that scale go down. Why? Because you've been conditioned to think that the, as that scale goes down, I'm just on the path to, to utopia. Everything's going to be perfect when I get that goal number. It, it's not. I hate to say this because right? <laughs> I'm sitting. A, a weight mastery coach, but you got to know that life. not everyone's going to think, oh my God, look at Azrael, Oh my God, she's a perfect, amazing. Some people will, and then they won't say anything. It's not like the whole world's going to think, oh my God, you, you know what I mean? It, it, it just doesn't work that way typically. Maybe it does in your world. I don't know. I, what do I know? You know what I mean? But I think if we just chase how we look, it just seems like a path to miser- misery in the short and the long term that's my opinion you know but yeah i work with people at their goal weight because it's not about losing weight it's about getting to a weight that you love that you feel really good at again it's that balance i like how i i i, I live this so i'll tell you it what it's like for me like i love the way i eat and i live and i like the weight that i'm at and so it's a perfect combination for me that that's to me is weight master that's the ideal goal weight is i love how i'm eating and living i love my weight and i love my health and all that stuff it's a perfect spot could i weigh less could i be healthier yes do I want to eat and live that way all the time? No. <laughs> One of the craziest things, you never hear this, right? But literally, the flip side of what I'm saying is, I don't want to be the healthiest I can be. Ugh, right? It feels weird to say that, but you're all doing it. None of us are the healthiest we could be, you know? But it, it, it's almost freeing to say, I don't want to be the healthiest I can be. Because as soon as you say, but, but I do want to be healthy. You know what I mean? And I think, again, this is living in the gray space. And this is where I think, you know, we have to figure this out because we live in the gray space. And even you, Ezra, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to guess, that you, Azra, you're not gonna be able to maintain what you've been doing. I bet, I bet, you know? And if you are, I'm not saying it's a negative suggestion, but I'm saying like, if we just chase the the weight, we're giving it all the power because we think that weight makes us happier. And it does to a point, I mean, of course, right? If we're really overweight, if we're really obese and we, we're not happy with what we're, with that aspect of when we're worried about our health and we know it's impacting it, that's that's not a happy place to be. So if you start losing weight, you're gonna get happier probably. You're gonna feel better about yourself All the rest of it. But there's diminishing returns, folks. It's a diminishing return on investment that as the closer you get to your goal weight, the less impact it's gonna have on everything. And what I find a lot of people, again, they trade the pleasure of the food for the pleasure of the scale going down. But one of the most terrifying experiences for dieters is as they, as they start to approach their di- their goal weight. And I know this, this makes no sense to you because you don't think this way. But what happens is, you know, most people are walking around kind of being overweight, overweight mindset, and then they got a dieting mindset. And they'll diet themselves down to their goal weight, but now they still got the same problem. They got an overweight mindset and a diet mindset. So most people don't know how to, th- how to live as a thin, healthy person. And I think as we get close to our goal weight, we start freaking out because we know how to diet, but we know it's temporary. And then we, if we're not dieting, we go back to being overweight. So again, you're never learning how to think like a thin, healthy person. And, and it shows up as you approach your goal weight because most dieters assume, oh, I'll get to my goal weight, I'd be, I'd be thrilled. And I have conversations every day with, with dieters that are getting close to their goal weight and they're freaking out. Like, I can't keep it up. And or, Azra, I got to my goal weight and I'm still not happy. I, I still feel like I could be better. You know, and it become, you're just always chasing something. It's gotta come from, again, program yourself Then It's an inside out approach to weight mastery because all the emotions you're experiencing, you know, most of them are generated from the inside. Now again, if you're dealing with obesity or, or extreme overweight issues, then that's a different story. Then again, as you reduce the weight, your quality of life improves tremendously. But as we get, you know, 10, 15 pounds away from our goal weight, to be honest, it's just it's just, it's not as impactful. So I hate to say this to you because it am burst in your bubble, but I don't, again, I always say this, but but again, my, my freedom is I, I can be honest here. Um, I'm not selling you anything. Yes, I have a program. I, I coach people and I have programs that help people, but I don't give a shit if you buy them or not. So I can be completely honest. And I can almost guarantee if you're a dieter and you've been overweight for a while, that you fantasize that getting to the goal weight is gonna make things absolutely magical. I can tell you being at my goal weight for the last 30 years, you just habituate (laughs) life's stressful, whether you're at your goal weight or not, it's less stressful. I I would have to agree. You know, it's a lot less stressful being at your weight, mastering that area, all those things. Um, but it's not some perfect life, you know? So anyways, I hope that makes sense. Jamie says, I actually love this mentality. I'm glad again. You never hear this shit, right? You always, we're trapped in the whole diet mindset thing. And so you never get to hear an alternate point of view when it comes to weight typically, which is why I do these every day, you know? Um, Five nine one forty-five pounds I don't think 1200 calories is honestly sustainable thanks for the wake-up call. Yeah, that's what I mean Azra. I don't know five, nine, 145, I, I again, it's not my job to say I like those numbers but as a guy th- those numbers sound pretty good to me. I, I, I don't know but but again you're, you're right in that sweet spot where now a lot of it is who you. who's Azra see now Azra's healthy got a nice healthy weight. Now let's see Azra be happy and feel master at her weight meaning you're you're grounded. You feel good about yourself. You're in control of your food, you're in control of your lifestyle, you're in control of your weight and how you look. Um, Your clothes look good and now they look amazing because you're happy and and you feel good about yourself and you got a confidence and you take that energy that you would have, think about all the energy it would take to cut your calories another 20, 30%. All the energy it would take to start working out even more. Think about all that energy, dedicate it to something else in your life. Get a trade or (laughs) learn a skill, um, dedicate it to making more money or whatever's important to you in your life and become a well-rounded, just kick-ass, awesome Azra. You know what I mean? Like you've done the weight part, great, okay? You still gotta master it though, okay? Because you've done it, because again, the excitement of getting to this goal weight, some magical thing, now that's fading away. So now you got to master your weight so you can stay there, okay, in a way that's way more sustainable. But now you start dedicating that energy to things that truly fulfill you and make you a better Azra. And what's going to happen then is you're going to attract people in your life that you really care about, that are on your level, that you want to be in your life. Not people that just care because you're 20 pounds lighter. Oh, you know, oh, look girl, look how your clothes fit. You really want that superficial person in your life that only cares that you're 20 pounds lighter than the clothes fit. You don't, you know what I mean? But no one ever says this out loud. And so take all that energy and become the best Azra possible. And I think you're going to be much happier with that path than the path of starving yourself 20 pounds lighter, I, I think, you know, but that's for, um, that's for you to decide. <laughs> right? Yeah. Irma says, <sighs> yes, my problem. Exactly. Yeah. A lot of people hear this, right? Muscle makes us look good, but it's dense. Yeah, that too. Right. So Jamie, that's another point of it all, right? Is that, um, if you're, if you're you know, because there's just losing weight, which is what I do. I help people just lose weight. Um, but then there's recomposition. So that's when we're losing weight and building muscle. And that's a great thing too. Um, you know, so if you're, if you're doing that, if you're working out a lot, doing a lot of resistance training, you're building muscle. And so that changes the shape of your body. And so again, when you start getting within 10, 20 pounds of your goal weight, it's, it's really not just a weight thing anymore. It really is a muscle factor, you know, body fat percentage. Um, there's just different factors you want to take into account. You know, not not all pounds are, are created equal. What's up, John? What's up, Jim? All going well. Sixteen days in, and the battleship is starting to turn. That's awesome. I love I love that phrase. And um, I was thinking about you, John. I have not been. I I, I think about that question you ask me all the time. Um, but what I realize is I need to do a little bit of research because um, where I go and gotten certified and trained, which I love, um, I don't think they offer the same level of courses. So I I'm still thinking about. it. I just want you to know that. Um, user First year, I decided to try to, to only lose five pounds a month this year. It's quite the mental shift. Oh, I'm so happy to hear that. You know, I think that's great. I, I've heard I've, th- that's been the message this year. A lot of people have been telling me they're kind of like extending their time frames for the weight loss. And I think that nothing could be more beneficial for you than extending your time frame. I think that's literally the number one mindset thing anyone could do for their weight is to extend the time frame. So super job, super job um michelle says 35 pounds down since september 4th that is beautiful that's a wonderful wonderful rate of weight loss so i think that's great super duper job michelle Azra, you are welcome you're welcome you know again you're one of those people that i love to get on here to be able to to help out because i i know you just never get you never get an alternate viewpoint of things (laughs) you know what i mean it's like we get so locked in especially young women oh my god oh I have one. I'm, I'm, a my daughter. You know, is a teenager, so it's, um, it's just like, the, the, the bullshit coming at you nonstop. It's, it's hard to, it's, you know, it's not right, but you just can't see another way either, you know. And so, anytime I get to speak with someone and, and make them realize, it's not just about, the, see, like I, I was this with dieting too, right? If you think about all the diet ads we've seen in our lives. Every single diet has a before and after picture of someone. And what that does to us subconsciously is it makes us think about weight loss superficially, visually, okay? And so that's not enough motivation for people, typically. Wanting to look better usually is not enough motivation. And I'll, I'll, don't argue with me, but it, it, how's your weight loss been going? If you haven't lost much weight in the last year or five years and all you care about is looking better, <laughs> what else would it... What more would it take, you know, to, to show you that? Probably don't work it, but... Um, so, anyways, we need to find more more motivation, more reasons why we're doing this. And luckily, there's plenty of them. You know, it's an opportunity to transform. Um, Michelle says thoughts on intermittent fasting. Intermittent fasting is the big thing, right? It's the number two diet, I think this this year, um, right? Um, I think about intermittent fasting. It's fine. It's a tactic. You know what I mean? It's a tactic, and um, I use it as part of my as part of my overall strategy, but. I don't do it. Again, every diet has to make it seem like um, you have to do it exactly perfect or what's the point of doing it. And so you don't need to do 16 hours. There's nothing magical at 16 hours. It's just a way to consume less calories by compressing your eating window. And so if you start out with 10 hours, great. Build up to 12 hours, you know? So I like intermittent fasting. I think there's a lot of great things about it. What I don't like, like about it is it's taught as a diet. And so you're trying to jump right into it. It's extreme for a lot of people that can't maintain it and then they can't stick with it. You know so that's my feeling on it if it works for you super duper if it doesn't work for you you can either start slower or there's a million other ways to lose weight as well um You're great, I just started my weight loss. Wish me luck. (laughs) All right, residents. I won't wish you luck though. I wish you knowledge and and evolution and growth, okay? I want this to be a path of weight mastery. See, when we focus on weight loss, we're kind of, we're so conditional. I'm either losing weight or I'm not. And as soon as I'm not losing weight, oh, oh, I don't know what happened. But when we focus on weight mastery, we're committed to it. I'm gonna figure it out. Even when I make mistakes, that's when I learn the most a lot of times. So I'm on it. So, you know, if you commit to weight mastery, you won't need any luck. you just need resilience and commitment. Uh, john says i'm down 11 jim but it's not about the number i'm making peace and changing the diet or mindset i know that john and i see that in you. So that's awesome and it's nice to be down 11 though too right the weight loss is fun and, and enjoyable as well so and healthy and everything's great about it so great job john um especially from baby weight i feel so much pressure to be the person i used to be fast never works yeah 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 oh yeah you you just, you just had a baby so let me talk about that real quick and then i gotta get out of here but um the, the baby weight right okay the reason I say this is in our culture, it's always like weight loss all the time, right? You can't be losing weight all the time, especially if you're a mom that just had a baby, okay? Because never mind baby weight, right? Because you're now, you're more tired than you've ever been in your entire life. Your new baby, forget about it. You know, so in the program, we call this times of stress. There's going to be times of stress in your life. People are going to pass away. You're going to lose jobs. You're going to have to move. You're going to have babies. There's all sorts of things in life that come at you that are fucking overwhelming. Baby being top of the list, right? So here you are. You put this weight on because you had the baby, and now you want to get the weight off. But you're right in the middle. My friend had the best analogy for this. He's like, when, when you're a new parent, it's like you're in a submarine with the, the family unit. And it's like you deep dive down for like months at a time. Then you come back up for a breath of air, <laughs> come back down. So it's like, maybe it's not like that for you. I don't know. But if it is like that, like it was for me, that's when I put the weight on was my second kid was a lot harder and we weren't ready. I don't know. We weren't prepared for that. Um, anyways. So I would suggest instead of focusing on weight loss for you, you focus on recovery. Okay, what's that mean? It means take naps whenever you can, get as much sleep whenever you can, hydrate yourself, practice some relaxation and some breathing to deal with the stress of being a mom, Um, nourish yourself when you can, go for walks when you can, bring the baby along. Um, If you can meditate for a few minutes, even when you're sitting on the toilet, just a minute of peace, quiet moments by yourself are so crucial. And so for you, I would suggest that you orient and focus yourself more on recovery, the things I just mentioned, and then on the weight loss. And you can do both at the same time, but I would still put the recovery pieces first and then the weight because you're so depleted, it's going to make losing weight a lot harder. And if you can replenish yourself, um, the the weight loss becomes much easier. Okay. So that's my quick suggestion to you. All right, everyone, I got to get out of here. Thank you so much. As usual, um, go to my bio and click the link yeah, baby is now two, but I'm still tired with three kids. Homeschooling, we're trying to focus on de stress Okay, yeah, okay. De-stressing is your, your job number one. Weight loss is job number two by a lot, okay? De-stressing is the most important thing. Look for opportunities to de-stress yourself. That's the most important thing you could do for your weight right now and probably forever because now it firms up a, a big foundation, for you. Okay. Um, so I got to get out of here, but if you're not in my world, click on my bio, click the link, get the hypnosis session I give you. It's free. It's called the new thin me and watch the training. I give you three steps to master your weight. I email you every day as well. You can check those out. I think you're going to like them a lot and then watch the, or listen to the podcast is uh program yourself then. All right, everyone have a super day and we will talk soon. Bye.